0: what's up everybody it's your host jonathan brown welcome to another episode of reality roundtable i got my man drew from san antonio with me he's part of the hippie collective if you've listened to the other two episodes with trey lynn they're in the group together called the yeah i just said the hippie collective so drew tell people a little bit about yourself man
1: Hey, it's drew uh at drew's deal on all fucking twitter instagram um so I make music with THC, Forever Young. I've uh, been making music for about like probably like three years now, three and a half. Like I've been writing for about four years, but releasing and like being in the studio, it's been like three, three years for sure. So I still find myself getting, uh, still feeling like I'm getting used to it, but it's some, it's the only thing that I love right now, so that's, that's why I keep doing it.
0: That's what's up, man. And at the top of 2021, you just released a project called Spaced Out. What would you say say like the process for that
1: project was like? Oh, process. So I mean, it was. uh, I started writing for that album around the time when I released my second album called. It was just self-titled Drew Two. Um, and I started writing for Spaced Out because the concept had came to me off of a song like that I was writing. And I think I titled it Spaced Out, but then I looked at it from like, I'm like, yo, this kind of like relates to a lot of shit. Like just the, the saying Spaced Out, like to me, that shit is like, you know, whenever you find yourself like just in a zone where you have to like literally like, like you snap out of it and you're like, oh wait, that, that's not where I'm at right now. Like. I got to actually remember like I'm around, I'm, this is reality, like not what's going on in your head. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just looked at it from that. It's like a very introspective, like term, like you just taking that time to like dive deep, like in, in a lot of those songs I'm saying, like I'm getting to the depths of my soul, like, just cause that's where I felt myself. I was kind of like, I guess soul searching. I didn't really like ever look like, look at it like that, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that's kind of like where it started and in the process, like, shit it was just looking through beats like uh different producers like i mean youtube was definitely uh definitely something where i go for for beats and shit but i met a few producers like throughout my time and uh yeah there was like damn i've wrote probably like close to 100 songs for that album but i only ended up with the eight that i chose and ironically those beats like were the most recent beats that I got whenever it came to writing for that album. Like once I wrote those songs, I was like, "Oh, this is the album. Like that's it. Like I had the songs." So like, yeah, it was about like a what was it like, year and a half, almost two years in the making, mm-hmm. for sure. And you said that you had
0: wrote like a hundred songs for this project, but you only yeah. ended up choosing eight. So would you say those other songs would be part of future projects then?
1: No, honestly, probably not. I'm not going to lie. Like, with my way of the process, I'll be be like, I move, like, not quick, but, like, I move on to the new thing, like, once I wrap it up. Like, in my mind, Spaced Out, like, I wrapped it up after I wrote those songs in my mind. So now I just got to focus on making the visuals for the, making the vision come to life for those songs in order to get the message across, like, thoroughly. Uh, But as far as, like, music-wise, like, the shit that I was writing for that album... It was a lot of the same content. So I can't see myself um like back in that headspace and like really like wanting to like put the energy in putting a lot like that content out. But whenever I put content out, I wanna put it out like all the way, like, you know, add a visual with it, get the good get good ass cover art for it, like, you know, just make sure I'm I'm putting as much effort, you know, promo and stuff like that as I can. So if it's something that I want to do then i might find myself doing it but yeah it's one of those things i can never put a uh, like a solid answer on for sure
0: was there a message that you wanted to take that you wanted people to take away from this album or was it a collection of vibes that you just felt or was it a combination of both
1: that's a good yeah yeah i would say combination of both because at the end of the day. Those songs were a lot of feelings, you know, that, I, that you, that you feel, felt out or thoughts or ideas that you just wanted to get the point across of that feeling, of that mood. And for sure, I would say, I would say more so like, yeah, it was probably just each song is a different feeling, but I, I tried to put it in a way of it being a story because I also physically was making a transition in my life from Texas to California. I moved out to California uh over the summer and uh yeah it just kind of within the album it's kind of like uh the leading up to where why i'm leaving you know giving like reasons like why i feel like i need to move on with my life and try and find something new and shit um and that's all from just being in your head being spaced out and really trying to figure out what you want to do with this time that you're given um i forgot the question i'm not gonna lie
0: <laughs> my bad uh- I said, was there a message that you wanted people to take away from this album, or was it the
1: vibes, or was it a combination of both? Yeah, yeah, combination of both, for sure. Uh, The message would just be, you know, no no matter what you're dealing with, everybody out there is going through their their shit, you know? So, uh, keeping that faith and, like, uh, trying to always find better is just something you're gonna have to do as a human or else you're gonna you're gonna fold and you're gonna like not see a bit not see better days. You gotta like push yourself really that's all it is. What would you say is your top three songs from this album? From this album? Um I really liked West Side, the first song Mm -hmm. uh I liked Break Freestyle and then Damn, I liked all of them. I'm not gonna lie, but right now, top three, I would say Lucy, Break Freestyle, and uh, Westside. That's
0: kind of similar to me because I got Lucy. Mind you, this is in no order. I got Lucy, I got Break Freestyle, then I got Not Fair in the Summertime. I just like the Ooh. vibe. I just like the vibes from all three of them, especially Not Fair in the Summertime. Yeah.
1: What uh, if you don't mind me asking, what kind of what kind of vibe do you take from that? Like what? What did you take from
0: it? I mean, I look at it from this album. I think it's just like a chill vibe. But like something like I can just sit there and like play video games to, which I usually do. Yeah, Like I play Madden. Like when I'm playing Madden online, you know, I'll usually, I'll throw this album on. Yeah. That's yeah, what I've been doing lately.
1: That's what's up. That's dope, man.
0: Yeah. And uh, how would you say that this project Spaced Out was different from Drew 2, your last project?
1: um the uh the content i feel like was just altogether different the overall the overall vibe like i mean i'm i've always been sort somewhat of like introspective in my songs but mm-hmm. uh drew 2 was more so me try me like performing i guess i would say i was more more so trying to uh like ups like trying to like put on a show with that one this but with spaced out it's more so giving you raw thoughts and raw like shit that comes from from me like who i am as an individual but drew Two was more so me showing you like the artist showing you what i can do as a rapper showing you what i can do in my videos like mm-hmm. or uh yeah just overall the collabs getting trey on that album i had dude named Tracito, uh Marky Sasuke like there were some good there were some good features on that album too and I don't want that to go because that was a that was a a big stressor for that last album was I liked those guys and I wanted to show that uh like artists can like kind of come in on a blend not so you Mm -hmm. just jumping on what they're doing or them just jumping on what you're doing you guys meet at like in the middle uh that was for sure what was uh what was going on with Drew too. And then with this one, it was more so just thinking of my, me coming from an individual standpoint, what do I want? Uh, how, how am I feeling? What is, what's going on in my life? Like for sure.
0: Now that song with Tresito. Now that's a good vibe right there.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Tresito is a good artist, man. He, he's a, he could sing his ass off and write too. Uh, yeah. He was, uh, he's, he's, he's good, man. He's he's tight.
0: Now, now, would you say that getting somebody like him on that last album,
1: like how would you say like that was different from you know the other collabs that you've done? Um, I think he's like one of the first R and B artists, like actual R and B artists that I actually like. Collab with, Uh I mean, Trey has always been like the next best singer that I've been around. Uh I'm trying to think for sure because I don't want to like, but yeah, I think Chasito was the first R and B artist that I and I have. I'm actually featured on a song with him, too, called Smoke Alone. Uh, we have some other stuff unreleased too. So, like, shit, that might be coming soon, too. Like, we we'll never know. But he's for sure one of those that uh, that, uh, it's not going to just, like, just be forgot about and shit, you know? It's going to be around. How would you describe your sound? Uh, my sound, I try and do somewhat of a... Like at indie hip hop, I'm trying to. I'm trying to like tap into that. Like indie hip hop. I also like singing a lot. Trying to do some R&B, but presenting my style, I just I want to go for like, uh, what's that shit called? Like no boundaries, I guess. Like just trying to be fluid as an artist. Uh, tapping into all aspects of creativity. Just trying to like see what works and what doesn't sure um yeah but indie hip-hop i would say that and you
0: and you mentioned that um this oh uh, actually i don't know if you did mention this but this album was two years in, th- in the making you, yeah so you didn't release like a solo project back in 2020 like what was the reason for not releasing the project back in 2020 like what took so long for this project to come out
1: yeah uh, well because Actually, this one was supposed to be back in June, but it just didn't get finished. Like, it wasn't polished all the way. We had to, we, me and uh, T. Woods, like, just knew, like, wanted to do more with it and get, like, polish it up to where it sounded like like a professional studio album. I just wanted this to feel like an album, not just a, a collection of songs. So uh, we sat down and, you know... All the mixing that he did and the mastering the little cleaning up that he did like i can like like salute because he's a he's a he's like a genius when it comes to that shit. like he'll hear stuff that you don't even like think about right away as the artist like he'll be like oh okay well let's let me let me do this real quick and let's see how you how you like that and then like most of the time it's like oh yeah that's like that's exactly what i was thinking or like yo like that sounds fire like, like yeah let's use that like for sure twoods was uh was good for that one
0: yeah for like the mixing and you know like mastering of this project like how hands on
1: were you like um not not hands on at all. I was kind of more so giving him the vibe and feeling that I wanted to go for, and he he knows he just knows he would tell me like i I get where you're going with this album like I had to like sit with it like he had to like uh get to that like vibe and like uh i guess like um You know, find the the right uh. I don't know all the terms and stuff, but like, find the right like uh, right you know, vibe and shit. I don't I don't know how to how to really explain it from the engineer standpoint, because like I said, like he probably he just hears things that I'm not super aware of yet. I am getting that into that though. Like that's why I'm over there in California, because me and my roommate we're just kind of more more hands on with our music now. Uh, We're recording at the crib and like really sit in the mix and mastering but yeah with that album t woods was definitely the executive producer when it came to mixing and mastering for sure
0: you mentioned that you're in california but you're from san antonio like how would you describe the music scene in san antonio
1: dude i was just thinking about this right now uh it's fucking it's tight like i think it's cool as hell because there's a lot of people there's a lot of people like there's overall a lot of artists out here like when I first was making music, I I was in Cibolo, so I kind of only saw the Cibolo scene. There was like, there's uh, THC is there for sure, Johnny Shock, Trey, uh, M-Prez, and then Nyx actually is from, we all went to the same high school too, so uh, who else? I don't want to leave nobody out. Oh, Tay-Tay went to to our school too. Tay-Tay made it. Um, Yeah, so just seeing that, and then, oh, Frito Gang also, they're all from there, like you know, just seeing all that, like that—that's a pretty—that's a pretty solid scene. Like, bunch of different shit coming from everywhere. Like, any and everybody is like, you know, if you're if you're in around it and like, uh, you know, tapped in with it, you'll be able to see like, there's actually some good shit. I feel like that's what uh, Trey really stressed a lot. Like, uh, he saw always saw San Antonio like, oh, like just someone needs to get their eye on it and like, for real, like let it blossom, like. Mm-hmm. And that, that I feel like there's a lot of truth in that because uh, the more that you look at it, like, and honestly, being away in California, like, and seeing it from far away, it's, it's a, it's a dope scene. Like, it's, it's cool.
0: I mean, you talk about speaking into that, like, somebody getting their eye on it, like, when you saw Trey on Say Cheese, like, what was your, what was your thoughts when you saw him,
1: like, if he Oh man, yeah, that's dude. Trey is like well deserved because I mean he's been. He's had a couple that have gotten out there and like gotten a little buzz. So it's just a matter of time with him, honestly. Like that's how I see it. Like he's he's he. That's what we say. Like he's a general. He really got everybody in around to THC. Cause I was I started doing music like kind of on my own. Well, actually, no, I was with APE, and then after APE kind of uh, went their separate ways, and I and then I was just on my own. And then it was Trey and uh, the producer Oasis that came through and were like, "Yo, like we want you to be with THC, like." And we we got to know each other uh, before we started working on music. We we would hang out, we would go hiking and shit, we would go do, you know, just fucking, you know, fun shit, go do crazy shit. Um, and we got to know each other like that. And then it that just translated into the studio, and that's it made it even easier, like. But with when it when it comes to Trey, like yeah, yeah, he's gonna it's just a matter of time for sure. And he's always bro, he he's the type like we'll be uh we'll be chilling, right? And uh he'll be off maybe in the corner or, or like in his car, or, like out of nowhere, like he'll disappear and we'll be and he'll be writing or some shit. Like like that's that's for sure. Well, he he he's always like he's always making sure like he's polished. So it's just a matter of time. And that's how that's actually like how I
0: found out. Like about the uh, about Trey was from Say Cheese and basically like after I found out about Trey, you know, and I interviewed him. Next thing you know, like I started kind of getting into like the San Antonio scene, really. So basically, like that's how like I got to you. I got on to, like Eliza and yes, uh, uh Ape Sterling. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. A P Sterling, yeah. that's Uh, Shock. I really I need to listen to High Strong more.
1: I'm not sure I've heard of High Strong before, honestly. But yeah, shock, yeah. Everybody, there's a there's a, there's some good there's some good well, wow, there's some good people out here, man.
0: Yeah, it's it's really good. And uh, like 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 I had told you before this interview, like when you had like asked me like to listen to your project, like because I wasn't really familiar with your music. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and to get ready for this, like, I just had your projects on repeat. The one thing about it is, like, you're not, like, some some people who, like, they'll tell you reach out, tell you their stuff is fire, and, like, yeah. it's kind of trash. Like, I actually, like, genuinely rock with your music, man.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. That's what I'm trying to, I want that. I want that, for sure. Like, I want people to notice, like, at the end of the day, I'm actually trying to make this shit the best that I could do. I'm not just trying to, like, do it because it's it's cool. Like this is this is definitely something that that I put a lot into, and a lot I, that shit that shit I appreciate that for sure. Like appreciate that a lot. Yeah, I can tell.
0: I can actually tell like that you actually like put an effort to this album because when you listen to it, like the way that it flows, like it it really connects like from song to song. Yeah,
1: yeah that, was uh, that was definitely a that uh, was definitely a point. Like that's that's something that I made I wanted to emphasize for sure with this one like to make it give it that that album feel you know like to separate it from like a mixtape to separate it from like just uh just a compilation of songs like have to give it that little that that's almost like cinema cinema feel like that -hmm. it's like an actual storyline and not just uh not just some I mean like I always like I like any music man like all music. If it sounds good, bro, like, I've always said, if it sounds good, it's good. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I, I'll listen to Gunner the same way I'll listen to a Kendrick. Like, I'll, I'll appreciate the artistry the same exact way, just, like, how how different those sounds are. Like, but if it's good, it's good, man. Like, that's, that's all.
0: As you know, we're in a pandemic right now, and say, like, yeah. before COVID, like, were there plans that you had that Oh got Destroyed before. Oh, yeah. destroyed
1: because uh, of COVID, dude. South by Southwest. Um, we had probably two shows over there that we were trying to line up. And then another tour of this artist from, uh, I believe, from West Coast out in California that I was in contact with trying to get us a spot. And over that was going to be in Austin as well. Like those were some. Those were just three. And we were also on this tour with. Uh, Young Turk. Oh well, uh, his new name is actually Dennis Love. Dennis Love, but uh, he he was going by Young Turk, and we were uh THC was on a tour with him. We had done we had done San Antonio, and he liked us in San Antonio. He was like, "Yo, let's come do San Marcos with us," and uh, we did San Marcos. And man, that that was right before shit locked up lockdown. But yo, that one that it just felt like there were we were on a because we bro like if you look back at our our shit like we did also paper tiger like we've done some we've done some good shows together we did the sunset fest uh with ways movement and shit back in uh i think that was 2019 that had to have been 2019 or no 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 yeah yeah yeah. it was 2019 because we were in a pandemic the whole fucking year yeah yeah so 2019 we did sunset fest and shit like we we had been doing shows man and uh yeah, that San Marcus one was fucking turnt, and then we get the shit that shut shutting down. Turk had to cancel his show. I think we were even going to line up to go to Houston and, like, Dallas with him and shit, too, so a lot of, yeah, it just kind of ruined the concert scene, but, you know, we're adapting and shit. We got plans and stuff uh, for the, for the streaming, for the streaming shit and everything, like, we got plans for that shit, so definitely uh, stay tuned for that, because the performance side, we're gonna, we're gonna adapt, like, No matter how long this shit goes, like, we're going to adapt.
0: And, like, what's one positive thing that you've been able to take away from this whole pandemic thing? Even though, you know, it kind of ruined a lot of things. Like, what's one positive that you've been able to take away? Damn.
1: Uh, A lot of self-reflection, like, self-reflecting and, like, getting to know yourself. A lot of that, for sure. Um, Discipline is another thing uh yeah just uh, adaptation being the last one like you know understanding the circumstances and and adapting and fucking just being learning to be fluid and keeping your mind open for sure
0: well since like you're not able to be on the road like you want to would you say that it's giving you more time to record music then
1: yeah uh writing for sure i haven't as far as recording uh, there's been days you know people people have their, their days and shit where they just be off and sometimes I have those days so as far as recording is but writing I, man I never stop writing for sure but lately I've been recording a lot there's a couple songs that I've been liking so uh, after after I wrap this whole uh, Spaced Out album out I'm gonna have some stuff lined up already so yeah
0: From when you started in the music game to now, like what would you say? What was some of the things that you learned?
1: Yeah, um gotta just stay consistent. Um can't worry about uh like what people think, you know, can't be too worried about who's who's tapped in with you and who's not. Like at the end of the day, you're not doing this. I can't speak for everybody, but at the end of the day, I'm not doing it for, like, like gratification. I'm not doing it to be glorified. It's just something that I really like doing. Um, I've learned a lot about the technicalities that go into it, a lot about uh, not getting your hopes up too much and, like, just staying persistent, like, putting yourself out there, for sure, that should is... You got to be willing to do all that, for sure. It's it's a lot of that. You got to... But yeah, yeah. I've learned to, to be just... It's made me a better person, I feel like.
0: And when people hear this and then they go check out your music, you know, people who aren't familiar with your music, when they go to check it out, like, what would you want people to take away from um,
1: you? I definitely... I don't know. I don't really. I don't really mind what they take away, as long as uh, you know, if they don't enjoy it, I would just want them to, you know, don't fake like they enjoy it. If, but if they enjoy it, that that's just a plus, you know. Like I, really, I genuinely feel like the songs that I make, I make them like for myself most of the time. But, like if I like it, that's really all that matters. Like I don't. I don't really mind if it doesn't get all the way out to the masses yet because I'm going to keep going and keep dropping other shit and maybe those will like but um as I just I just hope they like it like if they if they like it then that'd be dope like uh there's a lot of people not a lot of people it's because I just take into account uh how people receive music nowadays like it's not it's not the same as to when uh we were all anticipating a new Kanye West album or a new J. Cole album you knew that whenever those artists were dropping like the the uh fans were going to actually like sit with the album and try and like like actually take in where the artist is coming from but I feel like nowadays with uh with the streaming uh streaming culture and just all of that like it's moving so fast so you know, as long as they fuck with the vibe, that's that's the really gonna be the attention grabber. The vibe is gonna be the attention grabber, and then it's the it's just who you really are. And if you can, if you can keep doing it, like Drake says, like, uh, yeah, you had that, you had a hit once, but do it again or some shit like that. Like, but do it again. Like, you just gotta do it again. Like, that's it. Like, just gotta keep going. Like,
0: that's it. See, I think, I think what it is, I think, like, you gotta reach like a certain type of status. To where people, where people, like, actually sit and, like, digest your music, like, actually trying to hear what you're saying. And to the point to where, say, like, if you were to release a project, like, you can actually, like, maybe take a year or two off.
1: And, like, people are not really gonna trip. True, true. Yeah, that, that comes with just, yeah, being, being the great, like, you gotta, you gotta, but that comes with staying consistent and shit, for sure, like, because at the beginning, you know Kendrick and Cole, they're they're doing their groundwork. They're they're the, they're hungry. They're not. But now, like they're established, like you said, like you get to a status where you can you can do that and stuff, and let the let it simmer, let it sit and stuff. For sure. And I feel like when you get to a status like
0: that, the music actually comes out better because it's not rushed.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. What would you say? Uh, is the best way for artists to like uh stay consistent without um shoving themselves like in people's faces and shit, like being doing too much, you know what I'm saying? I
0: oh, don't know, I've never really thought about that before. Yeah. So I mean I, I had to think about that, but I basically, like you said, like you wanna stay consistent, but like I'll, I just say, like, you don't want to, like, directly, like, keep telling people, like, hey, like, check this out, check this out, but, like, just keep promoting it on your page, and, like, yeah. and, like, whoever sees it, and, like, they'll actually, like, not I say whoever sees it, like, if they like it, then they'll actually like it, and then you actually got, like, a true support. That's just my answer. Yeah. It's probably not the best answer ever, but.
1: No, but, yeah, I feel what you mean, though. That's yeah. true. Yeah.
0: Is there anything else you would like to say to the people?
1: Mm, nothing. Just fucking stream spaced out, out on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, got music videos coming, and yeah, just follow Twitter, Instagram. That's it. Yeah,
0: shout, shout out your Twitter, and Instagram before we go. <laughs>
1: <man>. <laughs> right, Twitter, Instagram is Drew is D-O, DIO, yeah,
0: all right, man. Hey, y'all go stream spaced out, also go stream Drew too. I promise you, both projects, you will not be disappointed. I'm your host, jo- I'm your host, Jonathan Brown. Thank you, Drew, for taking time out your day to come to this. Thank interview, you, bro. Man. And I'll talk to y'all next time. Peace later.